Snipers, I am here with Joshua Earp, and we are going to discuss this major resistance level at 24,300 that Josh took a short position in, and we'll talk about exactly why Josh took a short position here, but this is a major resistance for Bitcoin. If we can break above 24,300, then there is a potential chance we could reclaim this $30,000 range, and I know that might sound crazy to some people, but check this out. If we look at this June 12th candle for Bitcoin and we pull up the NASDAQ and we look at where the NASDAQ was on June 12th, what you'll notice here is that we have reclaimed the consolidation above the June 12th candle. And so the NASDAQ has already done this. If Bitcoin were to just do what the NASDAQ has already done, it would get above this June 12th candle into this consolidation zone once again. But we would have to break above 23,300 for that to happen. And what I find very interesting, and I'm going to let Josh share his thoughts, is if we pull up the Bollinger Bands, what you'll notice is right around 22,000 US dollars was the resistance of this Bollinger Band. And so we've invalidated this fractal where the Bollinger Band acts as a resistance and we see Bitcoin dump. And we have broken out of this extremely important resistance, which is now our most important support level at 22,000 US dollars. If we break below 22,000 US dollars, the door is open for 20,000 US dollars to come and get retested. And we can talk about potential higher low forming here. But what's also very interesting, in my opinion, is not only are we breaking the Bollinger Band resistance, but if we pull up the channel resistance for Bitcoin, the downtrend channel resistance resistance level, we're also breaking above this major resistance here. So there's two major resistance levels that Bitcoin is currently breaking. And that is what's extremely important about what's happening to the current price action. I'll also mention this. When we start to look at the bearish scenario, the first thing I want to mention is Bitcoin is losing steam. The last two daily candles were red, while the S&P 500 had two green bullish daily candles. And so now we could certainly say that Bitcoin is losing momentum here at this major resistance. This was a sniper's resistance for over 12 months. We had 24,295 mapped out. And when we broke it as a major support, this is the first time that we're testing as resistance. So what we're seeing right now isn't new to anybody that was tuned into our channel. We discussed this when Bitcoin formed this second higher low at 18,600 that our next target was 24,300. And so it's not a surprise that we're seeing the first retest get rejected. That's just what happens at a very important resistance. And this resistance level was created when Bitcoin initially broke into price discovery. This was the first place that we took a pit stop. And then once we broke this resistance, we went all the way up to 35,000 US dollars. And so that's why it wouldn't be a surprise for Bitcoin if it were to break above this $24,300 level to at least come to the midpoint of this range. It wouldn't even have to get to 35,000. All we're saying right now is we get to the midpoint of this range, which if we were to just pull up the three daily moving averages shows confluence with the 100 day moving average being tested. So for a beginner trader, they're, lo they're looking at this breakout of the 50 day moving average, Bitcoin holding the 50 and 
potentially coming to the next destination, which would be the 100 period moving average in the immediate short term. So that's what I'm looking at. But if we were to continue to talk about a bearish case, there's also narratives that get attached to price action. And so one of the narratives that could get attached to this price action is ever since Elon Musk announced that Tesla sold 75% of their Bitcoin position, we've only seen Bitcoin show an abnormal performance against the S&P 500 to the downside. And we've only seen red candles since that narrative. So for the narratives and the fundamentals, that's what I would put on the table. But once again, the charts are black and white. So that's what we monitor here more than anything. And I'll also mention this. If we look at Bitcoin against the S&P 500, we're also rejecting the 50 day moving average so far. We're below it. So this is clearly showing why Bitcoin is losing momentum against the equity markets. And so here's what I'll say. And I'll let Josh get into some of his thoughts. But 22,000 is the most important support level in the immediate short term because that's the Bollinger Band resistance. And it opens up the door for that channel resistance to get tested again. And so 22,000 is extremely important. And in the immediate short term, I would say 23,500 is also important because that's when Bitcoin started to lose momentum against the S&P 500. And so in order for us to see Bitcoin reclaim that momentum, that means we wouldn't come down to 22,000. We would break back above 23,500. And now we put further upside targets on the table. Potentially a higher high could form here into 25,000. Uh, but for the bearish side, I would say maybe we'd see a test of the weekly open around 21,000 before we see any sort of uh, volume come in. So if we look at the daily, weekly, monthly open, you can see a test of the week weekly open here uh, could very well be on the table just below 21,000 US dollars. So I I'd love to hear your thoughts, Josh, on uh, on what's going on, because the Ethereum Bitcoin chart also approaching a market structural resistance level, Ethereum to US dollar pairing, you can see here, broke through its 2018 previous all time high, we could potentially come test that back down here. So do you want to share your screen, Josh, and talk about your short position that you took? Because I'm sure some would love to hear about that for this midnight update smash the like button for the youtube algorithm snipers and subscribe to josh's channel if you haven't already the link is down below we did a live stream today so that's on his channel right now but josh uh, i'll switch to your screen right now and you can talk about what you've got going on for sure thank you i appreciate it so um by the way guys we figured out what the problem was apparently it's zoom you know uh, messes with the microphones, even if you have a high quality microphone. But, you know, for the time being, the whole thing is this, is with Bitcoin, yeah, I'm in a short right now. You don't want to put in a long at the top of the resistance. I know it, like, even in a bull market, I just want to say that again right now, because there's some other, you know, people that think that's okay to do, which by the way, hey, look, do whatever you want to do. Um, but what I'm saying is even in a bull market, you know, um, you don't want to be putting it along during resistance. Um, you just don't. You want to put it along at support. And you want to short at resistance. Or just, you know, if you're not market neutral like me, even though I'm a macro bull, um, I hold a lot of Bitcoin spot position, right? But I trade, you know, long and short on, um, you know, just kind of in my, my other account. You have to keep them separated. So, the interesting thing is, let me just make sure I got the chat pulled up too. I want to make sure that uh, 
that we can keep an eye on that too. So, so the whole thing is, guys, let's go ahead and uh, turn off these moving averages, which, by the way, I think not only the lines, because I saw some discrepancies against the Coinbase chart versus the Bitstamp chart, uh, which the Bitstamp chart has the most history, I believe, right? Or is it Poloniex? I think Poloniex for Ethereum, right? Yeah, Poloniex for Ethereum. So, so the whole thing is um, because, like, it's showing a breakout on the Bitstamp chart of the channel, right? This, uh, this channel that we have going on here at the bottom. But on the Coinbase chart, it doesn't show a breakout. So you got to, so my first advice today for everyone listening is you want to be checking multiple charts, you know, you don't want to just rely on one chart. Um, because like I said, you know, I mean, I can even show you as well. Um, but let's just go over the analysis. So we're in this channel and this is the weekly, uh, one hell of a spam wick for the weekly, uh, all the way up to this spider line right here. But let's just go examine a little further in the data. So Bitcoin right now is at an inflection point. And, you know, I've kind of mapped out here, you know, the ladder going up and the ladder going down. Some people call these wedges, rising wedges, you know, falling wedges. You know, there's so many names, right? I call them trend lines and I call it predictive analysis. And um, like even if, so look, here's the thing. I'm bullish long term. You'd have to be silly to not be bullish long term if you look logarithmically right over time if you zoom out so i'm super bullish i just think that it's gonna have some room in the downside right in the immediate short term and i think we're gonna bottom out you know really to be honest with you probably at the bottom of the channel i mean that's just the way the trend is your friend until the end and i have to tell you guys right now it's not the end of the trend that's why you have to that's why they say bots are better trader than humans because the bots don't have any emotions. The humans, however, it's a different story, which, you know, emotions is energy in motion. And uh, right now, Bitcoin's in a little bit of motion. What do you think, Naeem? Yeah, I mean, I love how you have that channel drawn out because it's like you said, you don't want to be entering into long positions at a channel resistance. That's where you'd want to entertain a short position in a bear market. And if you come down to the support of a channel, you know, that's where you want to start taking those long positions. So I think I'm certainly looking for a long position down there around that $20,000 level because Bitcoin has at least proved it's itself that it's not ready to, you know, just see further downside that there is a potential that we could be breaking out towards that $30,000 level in the near future. So I definitely think that shorting the resistance is never a bad idea. You don't want to be shorting the bottom, right? So at least be able to short <laughs> the top of a consolidation, you know, because that's where you can set a tight stop loss right above the resistance, you know, because if it invalidates that market structure, then, you know, above 24,000, I think you'll start breaking out. Yeah, I think so too. Now look, here's the reality guys. I am in a short position and I have been in a short position since about 24,000. Um, I made some profit and you know, we got the bounce where I figured we were going to get the bounce, which is really right here. You know, you can see it in the daily candle. And I waited for the pump and I just saw further downside. So I entered another short again. Um, but that's just, you know, in the way that I'm trading it right now is, look, once we come down to the spider line, I'm going to sell 25%. So let me just draw this out. So you know, here's my original entry. 
I wrote this down all the way to here. I don't even know if you can see that. Sorry, I'm on a laptop, so it might be a little harder to draw than if I had a mouse. But anyway, so that was this move. Waited for it to come back up here. Took a short. And then now, where am I going to sell? Well, I'm going to be selling 25% of my account about this level at this spider line. Okay, because these spider lines have confluence of major support and resistance all the way back from the very beginning of 2018. Okay, so that's the first reason why. Then I'm going to, uh, you know, the middle of this channel has served as some good support. I mean, look at this one, two, three, you know, um, and Naeem, by the way, is the one that pointed this out. But look at this body candle, candle of the body, I mean, top of it. I mean, there's some, arguably, there's some good confluence with this middle of the channel, but it's so close to the, it just depends on how it goes. It's so close to the spider line. I almost don't want to take profit there. I would rather wait till, you know, the weekly open right here. But, uh, but yeah, so I would take 25% there. If I felt, you know, sketchy about it, you know, and I didn't see further downside, I would take 25% there. I'm going to take 25% of my trade here. Okay. And then I'm going to leave the rest in the account. Once again, I'm going to leave the rest in the trade on me because we could, you know, I might sell a little bit here as well, right? This would be, these are my take profits up, just so you guys know. So I showed you my entries. Now I'm showing you my take profits. And it may not get all the way down here. It may come down only to the weekly open and the bounce. You know, it may come down to the middle of this parallel channel and it may bounce, right? I don't know. But what I do know is we're extremely overbought. Um, we're at the top of the resistance. And what I do know is that I'm sure as hell, even though I own a lot of Bitcoin, I've gotten, I've been holding Bitcoin since 2015 is when I first got into it. Um, I wasn't like a trader or anything back then. I was just, you know, buying it and holding it. I didn't really even know technical analysis back then. Really. But the whole thing is, you know, I'm going to take advantage of some short-term volatility to the upside and the downside. And the cool thing is, is even though we're Bitcoin bulls, you can do this on derivative accounts, you know, like Bybit, et cetera. And you don't have to really affect the price of Bitcoin because we all love Bitcoin. We want to see it succeed. We don't want to see, you know, the DXY. But what I'm saying, uh, succeed. But we're going to talk about that next. <laughs> last, thing, last thing I wanted to say real quick, and I'm going to give the floor back over to uh, my brother Naeem, is this right here. Last thing I wanted to say. Before I go over to the DXY real quick, and I'll give it back to Naeem, is the reason why I'm leaving, you know, a decent percent of, in my account is because we may potentially, and I hate to say this because this is bad for my actual spot position, um, but, you know, we may potentially have a breakdown and, you know, our target would be right here at this line. I mean, we could still hit this yellow line, which would put us at around, you know, hypothetically, this put us at around 17.8. So we could still hit this level and be considered bullish. That's the thing people don't understand. Sure, we would have, you know, like we're making lower highs here. And sure, this would be a lower low. But I'm just telling you in the grand scheme of things, like it could still potentially be bullish. Um, you know, even if it makes a lower low from, say, this low. The reason why is because... You know, it's slightly above this one, but even if it did, you know, come down, I mean, we're very, it's very common to see those patterns where it's like, it fakes you out to the downside, right? So all I'm saying is in case there's a major breakdown right here, I'm going to take advantage of that. 
And then if not, then I'm, and also I, I want to mention too, I'm going to take my stop loss. I'm going to move it to break even. And then, you know, basically slowly and slowly in profit. I call it a manual trailing stop loss. But honestly, I don't think this breakdown is going to happen. Uh, I don't think it's going to get that bad personally. This is just what I personally think. I don't, I don't think it's going to get that bad. Sorry, I got the wrong tool going on here. But I think we're going to get a, for sure a bounce around here. You know? And then if not, this would be a good place to start dollar cost averaging to this yellow line, this kind of like this area right here between here and the yellow line. Because really, honestly, and once again, if we zoom out, we could come down and hit this yellow line. I mean, this is a bullish yellow line. I know things are very bad right now. And I know we all think the sky's falling. But like this yellow line has always held us up ever since 2020. Or not even 2020, I meant 2017, right? Beginning of 2018, right there. So keep that in mind, you know. Now, let's go check out the DXY. So here's some gain technical analysis on the DXY. And uh, on the daily, <laughs> we're looking at the daily chart. And uh, I got to tell you right now, pretty crazy stuff. I mean, we could potentially come up and hit the weekly open right here. You know, at around this level right here. I mean, it's very possible to come up and hit that level. Um, not only that, but at the same time, you know, if we zoom out on the monthly, which is where it really gets scary, we're in price discovery right now with the DXY. And uh, the next target would be right here, where I already had the circle drawn at 123. And then beyond that, oh my God, Bitcoin, or I mean, if the DXY gets up to 166, 530, that could put Bitcoin at potentially around, you know, I hate to say it, man, but three to five thousand dollars of Bitcoin. And you know what? If if Bitcoin becomes, let's just say even five thousand dollars, it could possibly kill Ethereum and it could possibly kill other altcoins because the price would become so low that, that someone could come in and just buy it all up and manipulate it and control it. And you know, there's a lot of things that can happen, especially like the lower your market cap, the more you become susceptible to 51% attacks and things of that nature, right? Which we can go into. But I'm going to keep it super simple short tonight. And that's all I wanted to talk about, about Bitcoin and the good old DX one. So, and then maybe we'll handle some questions at the end. But I'm going to turn it back over to you, man. Wow, Josh. I, I think that was a phenomenal analysis. I really appreciate you being on the channel. Josh's channel link is down in the description below. And we... Yeah, we thank you all snipers for tuning into the channel today. This is another midnight update to talk about Bitcoin. 22,000 US dollars is that big support level. And then we've got 23,500 as our immediate short term resistance level that could potentially put us back over 24,300. And then from there, we're going to have to determine the situation based on the volume and how price action reacts to that level. So Thank you all for tuning in today. Smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm. And Josh and I will see you guys next time. Thank you. Snipers out.